0: Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, he revealed the heart and character of God the Father. His unending love and acceptance for all people equally, just as they are. No matter what tribe, gender, age or status in this world, God loves each one equally. He hates injustice and refers to equality as what is just and right. It is God who determines what is good and right, for only he is perfect, good and right. He has no need of anything, for he is the self-existing one. He is the eternal one who created heaven and earth and all things good. Yet out of his great love, he has given each individual the right to choose who or what they worship. In fact, who we choose to worship and give our allegiance to forms our identity and destiny. Throughout history, God continues to pursue each one in love, revealing himself to people groups and individuals in ways they will understand. So today, we will go back in time when God reached into humanity's darkness, hopelessness and pain and spoke hope and healing. To a time when there were those who knew the truth, claimed to be of God, yet were deliberately speaking lies to turn people away from God, spiritually oppressing others by attempting to prevent them from having a free choice in whom they choose to worship, taking away the free choice that God has given. These false prophets were doing this evil for self-gain of personal wealth. Also, those who had the power who were supposed to be God's people, were corrupt. Judges were scheming and attacking and oppressing others by corrupting the courts. They knowingly were perverting justice in rewarding the guilty and punishing the innocent. National leaders were addicted to wealth and established a community of deliberate oppression and disempowerment of others. They were cruel and followed the corrupt world systems of the surrounding nations and gave their allegiance to their gods. Leaders of the household were also corrupt and proud, oppressing the rest of the household and championing injustice and inequality. The abuse of power was all through the society. They had adopted the ways of the surrounding nations and the empires of humanity. Yet in amongst it all, God sends his prophet who will speak for him. A man that has given his allegiance to God and not the corrupt ways of humanity, evil and the gods made by humanity. His name was Micah. Micah declares to the perverse judges, false prophets and corrupt leaders The eternal God who sees and knows the secrets of each one's heart will bring justice and equality for all. So let us go to the prophetic word of hope given to a people who at the time had knowingly chosen their destiny in allying themselves with the corrupt ways of humanity and their impending judgment. Micah, chapter 5, verses 2 to 4. But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from of old, from everlasting. Therefore he shall give them up, until the time that she who is in labor has given birth. Then the remnant of his brethren shall return to the children of Israel. And he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall abide, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth. The one to rule Israel shall be from everlasting or from the days of eternity, he is the Eternal One. Only God is eternal, and he will personally be the Good Shepherd of Israel. He will be born of a woman, not of the corrupted seed of humanity, but of the incorruptible seed of the Holy Spirit of God. He will be born in Bethlehem, where King David, Israel's favourite earthly king, was from. Bethlehem, a little town among the thousands of towns in Judah, whose name literally means house of bread. That is a place to dwell and be fed. From this little town of Bethlehem, that in the time of Micah has been under siege from surrounding nations, will come the Eternal One who is the King of God's eternal kingdom. His eternal kingdom of justice and equality, peace and harmony, protection and sustenance. Just like Micah, another prophet, whose name is Isaiah, received this revelation from God, that the King of all kings, the King of God's kingdom, will be the very essence of God, one with God the Father. Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 6 to 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. History proves this. The balance of power is always skewed with inequality and hierarchical structures that favour the few. Yet the King of all kings, who will come from the tribe and birthplace of the earthly King David, will bring perfect peace and true justice. That is equality for all. Thousands of years before Micah and Isaiah, Jacob gathered his sons together and prophesied over them. In Genesis 49 verse 10, we read of one aspect of what was prophesied over his son Judah, the tribe that the earthly king David and the king of all kings would come. Let us read Genesis chapter 49 verse 10. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh comes, and to him shall be the obedience of the people. The scepter represents the right to rule and reign, that is, the power, authority and kingship. So God chose to become human be born in a little town whose name reflects the character of the king of all kings and from a tribe whose name means praise he will be the king of both the jews and the non-jews he is the king of god's kingdom god the son full of compassion and perfect selfless love he will feed his flock with his truth and love peace and joy justice and freedom. He will provide safety and identity, heal the brokenhearted, search for the lost, lead us to a place of refreshing, provide a safe haven, and give his life for all humanity. He will come in the strength and might of God, and he will live a human existence. He is the one who will come from everlasting and step down into humanity's darkness. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 10 to 11. Behold, the Lord God shall come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd, He will gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. Jesus is the Good Shepherd, who willingly came and gave his life for all humanity. That is, every individual throughout the ages, both the Jew, from which lineage he chose to come, and the non-Jew. He is the Saviour of the world. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, he said in John 10, verse 14 to 16, I am the Good Shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and they will be one flock and one shepherd. In Jesus all will be fulfilled. As every disciple of Jesus throughout the ages testified, Jesus is the King of all kings who came down to earth, experienced the full human condition that is from birth to death. He is the first to be resurrected from the dead. In his birth, death and resurrection, Jesus disarmed the controlling, destructive powers of evil and humanity's selfish desires. He defeated death, guilt and shame. God has judged evil and it will be totally eliminated with the return of Jesus to earth. All humanity's empires without God will be judged and weighed in the balance of his truth. Jesus willingly gave up his human life to be the sacrifice for us so that we would be able to believe and receive, believe and receive his victory, identity, life everlasting and his eternal kingdom. So let us now fast forward to a time when the risen Jesus appeared to the ageing Apostle John, who was in exile for the sake of the Gospel. Through a vision, John is given a glimpse into heaven. The vision is filled with high drama. In all its details, it is rich with symbolism and meaning. The resurrected Jesus is now at the centre of all things He is the confirmation of all things being fulfilled in him. Revelation chapter 5 verses 4 to 14 So I wept much, because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll, or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll, and to open its seals, for you were slain, and have redeemed us to God by your blood, out of every tribe, and tongue, and people, and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, to receive power and riches and wisdom, and strength and honour and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth, and such as are in the sea, and all that are in them, I heard saying, Blessing, and honour, and glory, and power be to him who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb, for ever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the twenty-four elders fell down, and worshipped him who lives For ever and ever. This glimpse into heaven is full of awe and wonder and revelation of who Jesus is, what he has done, is doing, and will do. Every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea, and that is in them are worshipping the one who sits on the throne and the lamb who was slain. God the Father is the one who sits on the throne. And John, who's given this incredible insight into heaven, weeps over the fact that there is no one worthy to open the scroll, which must be opened. But one of the elders said, Do not weep. Look, the Lamb who was slain is the one who has triumphed. He is the conqueror, the King of all kings. The Lion of the tribe of Judah is here. We see God. That is God the Father on the throne, the one on the throne. We see the Son who is the Lamb, who is worshipped and who is praised and we see the Spirit that has been sent out into all the earth. God, Father, Son and Spirit, not only the Creator of all things, but the Redeemer of all things. All bow down and worship the One who is worthy of it all. So today... Let us join together with the chorus in the vision in heaven and declare blessing and honour and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you sent your Son. We thank you, Jesus, that you said yes and came. We thank you that through our relationship with you, Jesus, from your throne, Father, you pour out your Spirit, and we have your Spirit until the end of the age comes. In Jesus' name, Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.